Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Tom Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined uh, shortly alongside Rich Van Zandt as we recap the Miami, uh, the uh, and I'm sorry, the NFL uh, divisional playoffs, uh, which took place this weekend. Of course, the Miami Dolphins not taking part in any of this, uh, as we all know. But um, some very interesting games, and uh, I'm not quite sure what it all means as. Uh, the Titans went up to New England, and as almost everybody thought, pretty much got blown out. So that that's a non-entity. But all the other games, extremely strange. As the uh, Jaguars uh, go into Pittsburgh and uh, really do what they had to do. I mean, they, they, they dominated the Pittsburgh Steelers, just like they did originally when they played during the year. I mean, maybe not in the same fashion, but... Uh, they were able to do enough to uh, to get out of there with a win and never really were trailing in the game. And then uh, the Falcons go to Philadelphia in a game that they certainly could have won, and, and Nick Foles uh, shows up. I mean, a uh, little bit rocky in the beginning, but boy, did he uh, he performed. He had a very good game, and, uh, you know, uh, me and Rich have went back and forth with it, and I'm sure we will again. Uh, you know, Nick Foles at one time was one of the better quarterbacks in the league, until he got out of there, and, you know, it doesn't mean he can't play anymore. And, you know, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, and then the shocker of all shockeroos as the Minnesota Vikings have a last-minute miracle play, which should have never happened, and they wind up beating the Saints 29-24. And so, you know, that's it's just strange. Now, as I'm watching this, I don't know whether to what to make of it. I don't know whether or not – this is going to be one of those years where there's going to be a Cinderella story and, and, you know, wow, you know, we witnessed it. Nobody's seen this coming. Or are these all just, you know, lay down doormats for the New England Patriots to have the easiest path, you know, to Tom Brady's sixth Super Bowl that you've ever seen. And I'm kind of leaning that way and I hope that I'm wrong, but that's, you know, that's what I'm undecided about as I'm watching all this go down, you know. Uh, and I don't know what would be the better scenario, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here watching the Saints-Vikings game, and I'm saying, you know, can Drew Brees have, you know, uh, a resurgence in his latter, you know, 
career days and and somehow face Tom Brady and 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 go out like that? Uh, are, are the Falcons the better team to advance because of what happened last year? Will they somehow have a revenge factor? Neither one of those two things came to fruition. Uh, and then I'm looking at the Jaguars and the Steelers, and you know I'm certainly no fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers and seeing them every year, you know, back in the hunt when I I have a team that you know I follow on a daily basis that doesn't seem to be able to get over the mediocrity hump, and so I'm saying, you know, do I want them gone or do or are the Pittsburgh Steelers really the only viable, legitimate team that could go up to Foxborough and 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 beat the the Patriots, and then, of course, that doesn't happen. So now you have the Jaguars, uh, and on Blake Bortles, who are going to be the the last stop on the way to Super Bowl 52. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is what I've basically gone back and forth with, and it's a dilemma. So without further ado, let's get uh, Rich in here. And, and, you know, I know we're going to disagree on a lot of it, Rich, but, you know, First off, let me say, this This was a very strange and exciting weekend of division football. You can't argue that, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know where to start, but, uh, I mean, there were some crazy things that went on, but once again, I mean, are, are we just looking at doormats now? Is everything just falling in line for the Patriots, or are we looking well, at teams that may have something magical? If I told you at the beginning of the year that the Patriots would have to play the Titans and the Jaguars to get to the Super Bowl, what would you say? I would be disgusted. It, it, to, to no, yeah, I would be absolutely disgusted. And it's kind of what I That's had how thought I feel originally. Right now. I feel disgusted. I mean, can you see the Jaguars winning that game next week? I mean, no, I Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. And I, I've went back and forth with you, and you know that I thought that the Jaguars had a much better chance than you did going in to beat Pittsburgh. Okay, but here's the thing. The Jaguars' defense is pretty good, and they're pretty good up front. Okay, the problem is they but they're points they gave up though. Because they're vulnerable on big plays. That's why. I mean, like how many prayers did they give up? Right. I mean, that, that game should right. have been a blowout. Right. You know, it was a big I mean, play and Roethlisberger got, got back into that game by two, like basically two hail marys on fourth down. Yeah, two four, fourth down hail marys that were ridiculous yeah. that they turned into touchdowns. Yeah, right. It looked like Brett Favre ish, right? The 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 Irv Favre game it reminded me of almost. Right. Right. Yeah. It's basically throwing up ducks and hope for somebody to grab yeah. them. Now, if you right. take that into the mix, right? If you take that out then you would probably say, wow, the Jaguars' defense really did the same thing they did. They're very dominant. So there's a chance mm-hmm. that you can put pressure on them. Now, I know you're not the biggest Blake Bortles guy. You, you, you didn't think he had a prayer. He actually played a decent game. Um, he cannot – Let's wait, back that up a little bit. He didn't play that great. I mean, not for nothing. I mean, what, do he have 60 yards at halftime? I, you know, he didn't play that great. Oh, I disagree. I think he played, I think he played fine. I, I don't think he played bad at all. I mean, I, you're going into halftime. Rich, you got to look at the final result. I mean, he put the points up. He didn't make the mistakes. He played good. He played yeah. good. You can't take that away. He played good. Listen, I'm not saying he's going to be the deciding factor. He's not. But if he can do what Scares he did. the crap out of me next week. Yeah, I got that. But um, if he could go up there and he could somehow, you know, not make mistakes 
and just, you know, uh, score points when he needs to, which he did, then I think that you're going to have a different opinion on it. I mean, you know, listen, the guy had – he was 14 for 26, 214 yards and one touchdown, and more important than anything else, zero interceptions. Right. Now, if he can do that and you have the defense show up, that's your only chance up there. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't think it's going to happen. I hope it does. I hope it does, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm saying that that's, you know, that's the, you want to hear the legit of how they could possibly do it. That's how they could possibly do it. That's all that, that, that I'm saying there. But, but again, I, am I looking at doormats now? Just, just looking at the easiest path the Patriots have had to their sixth Super Bowl now? Is that what I'm really going to see? Well, or getting I, there is the easiest path. There's no, no doubt with that. Yeah. I mean, they played a team that shouldn't have been in the playoffs last last week, you know, with the Titans. They're atrocious. Well, and, you know, I mean, if they had a pick, they'd pick the Jaguars instead of the Steelers. Yeah, I agree. It's just, you know, I'm not seeing the overall strength when they get there. And that's my bigger fear. I I, I don't see it. I see a Philadelphia no. team that, that may get there because they're playing at home, right? They're playing at home, and I think that Nick Foles, like I, I argued with you, Nick Foles is a much better quarterback than you think. He was able to have a very good game and a big reason why they won. Now, do I think that he can win again and then go to the Super Bowl and beat Tom Brady? No, not so much. <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not where I'm coming from on that. I think the perspective that we want, I mean, you want Minnesota to win that game and have the home field advantage and take it from there. You know? Yeah, well, I, I think, I that's think the that best, the home field that's the, the best worst scenario. Well, you want me to root for a team that was basically beat at home against New Orleans and had a prayer that should have never happened for them to advance. And I think the no, home, I field, advantage, the home field advantage in the Super Bowl, is it, it's never happened as we know, but really... Oh, no, it happened, very, right? Yeah, it, it happened. happened right. I understand what you're saying with the 49ers playing at their practice yeah. facility against us. It happened with the Rams yeah. against the Steelers pretty much. They played it about yeah. an hour away when they did that. <laughs> so it was one and one That's there. The Rams, but yeah. the, the most... The Rams should have won that Super Bowl. There's, oh, there's no question about it. Yeah. Uh, but listen... Yep. The home field advantage, honestly, Rich, if you're going to go there, that's the most overrated thing that there possibly is. It may actually hurt. Well, here's the point. Here's my point, though. I'll give you a little little tidbit on why it's going to be a little bit bigger this year. Go ahead. No one's going to – you're not going to get the corporate people going to Minnesota for a week. It's not going to happen. They're not going to fly out there for this. So I think the secondary market, it's going to be all gobbled up by Minnesota fans. And I think you're going to see a – you're going to see like a home field advantage. Wrong. Totally wrong on that. You're so wrong on yeah. that. First of all, they absolutely will. You think the corporate people, they, that, that's not going to stop them because it's Minnesota. They got their new stadium there. They'll have all their things set up right around there. It's not even going to be an influence. And if any tickets are available, trust me, Patriots Nation are going to eat them up. They're going to destroy the uh, remaining tickets that are available. I don't okay? know about Whenever that. The, it's a little bit far. You know, it's not I like think a, it's, it's almost a close to the West Coast where that is. It's miserably cold there. You know, I think that you're, gonna, I think you're, you're way wrong. I think a lot of people in Minnesota are going to gobble those up where that would be a huge advantage for the Vikings. Even if I give you that there will be more Viking fans in the stadium than Patriot fans, 
It will mean absolutely nothing. If you think that loud noise and that it's going to get to the, the, a team that's won five Super Bowls in the last whatever it is, not even going to be a factor. If anything, it's going to be more of an advantage for the, the team that plays Minnesota because the, the, the Vikings have never been there before. All the chaos that will surround those two weeks, they will not be able to get out of Dodge because they're going to be home. Now, I don't know whether or not they stay, go through their normal routine and stay home with their family. Do you know how many ticket requests they're going to get? Do you know how much nonsense is going to go on because they're home and they can't get away from it? That's, that's worse, I think. That, that's mm-hmm. a distraction. I think that would be worse. And this is before we even get on the field. But I will say this. You can counter me on all those points, but for you to actually get an advantage out of it that's going to hurt Tom Brady and the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, I don't well, think I would, so. I, would, I would rather go with my scenario than the, than the Eagles limping up there without their starting quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, listen, I'm arguing that I don't like any scenario. But, yeah, okay, yeah. maybe that is the best. Maybe that is the best scenario. I'll give you that. Yeah. Maybe that is the best scenario out of what's remaining. And the only other thing I can think of is, like, you know, you know, make an argument for the Jaguars winning this game. At least they, they hit the quarterback. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, they're, they're very strong up front. So if they can yeah. put some pressure so, and hit know, him. They can put pressure on him. You know that's the only way to beat this team is to hit him. You know? Yep. Which they do, they do have some of the pieces that are needed to beat this team. I, I will give yeah. that. They do. They're made up in a structure that is a formula to beat the New England Patriots. Now, execution, yeah. of course, is going to be the key. But they <laughs> you know what they the defensive do. back guaranteed the win today? <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't hear that. I don't even pay attention to that. Unbelievable. Nonsense. I'm like, really? Guarantees it. Uh, here we go. That's speaking of which. That's the thing that scares me the most about it is the fact that their big play susceptible and and, and their secondary uh, is just you know uh, ridiculous. How I mean, get, how, you, who's going to cover Gronk? Well, Gronk is a little different because Gronk is not going to be in that. He's a different. Uh, game plan. You're going to have more linebackers on him and and you're going to try to bump him on the line to disrupt the timing there. It's not as much as the guys going deep, you know, but yeah, of course it's a huge concern. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's obviously, I mean, you see what he was able to do with the Titans and you know, I I said all along that, that this seemed to be the easiest so far that this team has had and it's really bothered me a lot and you know, you tell me every oh, you always think they're going to go. Yeah, well they always do. I mean, it, it just seems inevitable. It just seems like, you know, that well, instead of teams closing they, the gap. If they, really, if they really beat the Titans and the Jaguars to get to the Super Bowl, and the Jaguars lay an egg next week, which we all deep down feel it's probably going to happen, it's going to be more disgusting than ever. Yeah, it, but it certainly seems like that's... And you know whose fault this is? It's the AFC East fault, the other teams. It's the Dolphins, the uh, the Jets, and the Bills. Because we've Always. given this team a free pass for the last 12, 15 years. Always. The old, all the three teams stink so much. It's like it's just like when the when Peyton Manning's Colts used to were guaranteed a 12-1 season every year. You know? So we're giving them like a, almost like a hockey freaking bye, you know, during the regular but, season. Like they're guaranteed to make the playoffs and they have home field advantage. Right. You know, well, like you the regular know, season I... means nothing. I've been saying for years, all I wanted to do 
is try to solidify yourself as the second best team in this division to then make your run. The Dolphins can't even do that. They cannot no. even do that. They've taken steps back in that regard. Yeah, I, I got that. Can I ask a question, too? Right, we're 6 and 10 this year, right? Why are we not. I, I see that San Francisco and the Raiders have a coin flip at 6 and 10 to go who's 9 and 10. How come we're not even in that mix? Like, why are we out of that mix? Yeah, like, I don't know. The what the like, why, why are we out of the 10th spot? Like, well, I why guess. Was there a tiebreaker there? Like, why isn't it a three way coin flip? Right? I would assume that there's tiebreakers just like there are for playoffs. And so it probably comes down to division record and all that kind of stuff first. And I guess that, you know, beating the Patriots. You can't, you can't even stink right. <laughs> yeah, never, never. Right? We never get the nod on that. I remember one year there was a coin flip for, for us in some capacity. And we lost, and we right? lost that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but yes. I'm looking at my coins for for six and ten. I'm like, I know some other crappy team that was six and ten. How come we're not mentioned? (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, You know, it's just, uh, it's very frustrating because it seems like in every angle that we get, it just seems like there's something new that, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 we just never seem to rise above any of it, you know, and it just seems like no. every year it gets worse and worse and worse. And the fact that the team is in your division makes it that much worse. The fact that your team can beat this team on many occasions and has makes it almost worse in a sense because you say, well, why can't you put it all together? But let's face it, this is 20 years now. It, it, it's really getting yeah. close to 20 years. I mean, enough yeah. is enough. You know, and I I say 20 years, and I think I'm right, because even if before the dynasty started, the Dolphins were starting to have problems with the Parcells teams up there, and then it kind of went right into this. Like, we remember Marino's final years, right, with Jimmy Johnson, and we were out there. I mean, that's pre-Belichick, right, the Teddy Bruschi thing, is it? I'm trying, yeah, Yeah, I think it is. Was that Pete Carroll, though? Wasn't that between? It might, he was only there, what, one year, Carol? Yeah, because how long was yeah, Parcells yeah. there? Parcells wasn't there that long either. I think he left like after the maybe? Super Bowl, right? I think he left right, after yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl. He was gone That's after 96. that, yeah. Because there was a thing that he wasn't even trying to win that, remember? There was things that he was sabotaged that, that rumor, remember? So was it two years? I, yeah, I get confused. That way. Like, was Carol there in yeah. 97 and 98? I think I mean, so, yeah. Right? Could, yeah. could, and, and what I'm talking about is, was that 99? Was it, no, it was 90, 97? That we, the 10, the, the, not, not Bruschi, the, the other Ted. Uh, John, uh, yeah, I know who you're you talking know, about. Yeah, given, right, given the, the interception and, of Marino when yeah. they knew the cadences with buyers. I mean, yeah. I mean that, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pre, it might have even been 96. That's pre-Belichick era, Brady era. And yeah. yet still... Yeah. Still started right then. So this is like yep. 20 years now that this has been kind of going on, and it's just it's just so frustrating. It really is. Uh, I don't know. And look, uh, look, I hated the Niners in the 80s, I mean, obviously, but I respected the Niners in the 80s. I don't have that same feeling that this is some great team. That's my big problem with them. They just, you know, I, I, I just been watching football a long time. I don't understand how they're doing it. You know, they're doing it. Basically, the only two people that are still there are the quarterback and the coach. So yeah. I really don't understand the whole formula. It's like they're not that great. 
that they yeah. should be dominating this league. I have a, I have another theory on that I thought about over the weekend. So hold that thought. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I'll uh, give you what my new theory is on that. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Joined alongside Rich Van Zandt, listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. So, reminders catch us on iTunes. Just uh, go right to iTunes, search Pacatello Show, and uh, you can subscribe and uh, get all past episodes as well. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, uh, be sure to send them to us at uh, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. And just want to throw a quick thank you to everybody who's been writing to us and uh and everything we appreciate it um okay so i have i have a theory rich and uh you know because I, I same as you i ponder it and we've talked about this and how is this team so dominating i mean it's time to say they're the most dominating team possibly that's ever been and 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 to go up against it you have to go back to like teams like the celtics and and and, and the 50 and, and where you can the thing almost is, though. The Celtics have the same players. They don't have the same players. 
Okay, well, here's my it's here's my theory. They've done this run. It's like yeah. there's the coach like, and the quarterback. It's not really – I mean, yeah, the logo's dominant, but the players aren't. Yeah, which gives them even more so, you know, uh, that you have to really tip your cap. I mean, because you could make an argument that it was so unbalanced in some of those days with the Celtics and the Yankees back in the tw- – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I got you. It, I understand that, is, but you understood okay, it because so here, they had here, superstars. This team doesn't. It's just – it makes it more baffling. Here's my latest theory on it. I have – I'm pretty much at the point where I will tip my cap, and I believe that Bill Belichick probably is – the most intelligent football mind that we've had. You can maybe say Bill Walsh offensively, but I think all around Bill Belichick's IQ football-wise is, is, is off the charts. Okay, we know that. There's been smart guys that haven't been able to transfer it. All right, that's neither here nor there. But I think that he is so grounded as far as every facet of the game. Now, what he's been able to do is a few things. He's been able to utilize technology better than anybody that that has had technology to utilize in the past years. What do I mean by that? Well, I think that he's able to take all the new computer technology, the things that you measure things by, the taking all by getting new applications in that he can take all data that would take so long to do by hand at his fingertips and just apply it to what his philosophy and his game plans are, that gives him an advantage that most guys don't have because they don't have that overall knowledge of their game plan like he has. You give him a couple weeks, he'll, he'll come out with something better than, you know, than any other coach I believe can do. Now, here's the thing, and this is my theory. You've said he's only really had one player that's been consistent and you're absolutely right but here's the thing if you are actually running a team right and you line up every down if you were like Bill Belichick and you can call an immediate halt in time and see what they have and change the play or do whatever you want you would obviously have a huge advantage and I think what we're seeing is that he was able to find somebody who is such a hardworking, studious, and intelligent guy in Tom Brady that Tom Brady now has the entire playbook and every game plan philosophy that Bill Belichick has offensively, Tom Brady has that in his head. So he is able to look and see each play and make audibles and changes that other teams don't have the capability of doing. Now, there are other great quarterbacks in the league. I understand that. There's the Drew Breeses, there's the Aaron Rodgers. You could go back to the Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning did that. But Peyton Manning did that from his own knowledge. He didn't do that from Bill Belichick's knowledge. There's a difference. Peyton Manning was his own offensive coordinator in a sense, and he can make his own changes. But it's different than having the offensive game plan of one of the top, if not the top, coaches of all time. And that's a fact that you can't take out of the mix. I mean, how many people have that luxury? And he hasn't been hurt. I mean, it's been well, you missed one one season he missed on an injury, basically. And he's been healthy yeah. for the remaining, what is, it, what is he now in the league for uh, 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 
I guess it's got to be close to what seventeen, 17 years, sixteen years, something like that. Yeah. Came in two thousand. Yeah, uh, ninety nine. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's it's remarkable. But that's a huge, huge advantage, right? I mean, most people don't have that. Yeah. That's why I said I Bill Belichick is more important. He's more important for the future of the New England Patriots. If this marriage was to break up, he's more important. But not to say, I, I'm i not sure that he would win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. I don't believe he would. I don't believe he wins a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. I'll, I'll go on the record and say that. Now, do I think Tom Brady wins one without him? Who knows? He'd have to go into the right situation. If he went to a good team, he may, yeah, he may have a better chance to do that. And if they both left, well, if Belichick left, I'm not, not sure he'd be able to build leave. this thing again. I what think there's only one person that's going to leave. It's Bel. If it's, these are both come back or Belichick leaves. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's any scenario going, where Brady leaves. Yeah, I agree. Bill, Brady's not going anywhere, and and mm. and I'm not sure. I, I don't think Belichick's able to build this thing again. I really don't. He can go somewhere no. else. He can have good teams. I'm not sure he's able to build it again. I, I, I don't think no. he can. It's hard to light the candle again. You know, you're it's, not going to start it's over. It's impossible again. to light it. Nobody's ever done it, really. Nobody's no. done it. I mean, there's guys no. that have come close. Yeah, right. There's guys that have yeah. come very close. I mean, Holmes Mike Holmes is probably the. Yeah, yeah and, and that was the worst, of, worst officiated Super Bowl that's Terrible. ever been. Worst ever. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I think we've seen with the yeah. Steelers that there's one team that trumps that. <laughs> You've seen that yeah, this year. Oh, there's no but question. I mean, I complained about the Steelers for years, but the yeah. Patriots got more favorable calls than anybody in history. They sure did. No the Steelers, if the Steelers yeah. get the right call this year, we're probably not even talking like we are. Probably yeah. not. I mean, maybe we still are. They got upset. But yeah, that was a, that was a, yeah. Well, they, they yeah, they would they probably would have still won a loss yesterday. You know, maybe, maybe, but uh, but it, they would have been playing the Titans. Yeah, they would have. So speaking of which, we talked about malarkey, right? And I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked that he's gone. How about last night? They're reporting that he's looking at a two-year extension, and I wake up today and he's fired. <laughs> So uh, he went from a two-year extension to being fired overnight. Well, I wonder. I guess maybe something happened in that negotiation. But we both had the sense, and I, I felt that they wanted to move on from him. And you want who you want. And to be quite honest with you, the Mariota thing like we've talked about, and if you think you could get a Josh McDaniel or somebody else that you really no, want. No, no, no. McDaniel, just, uh, he's going to the Colts. Yeah, that's a little rumor, though. Colts. No, that's not a definite thing. I've heard it. Yeah, you saw it on the NFL Network. They said he's going to be announced tomorrow or the next day. I hadn't heard that that's a done deal. And I've heard Patricia going to the Lions. Patricia going to the Lions. That's done, too. Yeah, but neither one of those are done deals. The Giants are hiring the guy from Schumer from the Vikings. Yeah, they could have them. They could all have them. But there's listen, I don't think anything. I don't think any of that is in stone yet, like you're saying. I still think there's plenty of room. That that is not no, it's stone a, right it's now. It's done. It's, it's done. Not done. You don't even know what's going to happen. Important. What are you talking about? You don't even know what's going to happen in New England. There's still a lot of turmoil going there. Then you don't know what's going to happen there. I find it Supposedly very hard to believe that. A, they're not reporting. Yeah, they, they said Ursi announced today that he hired that he hired McDaniel. Well, they're going to have a press conference. Well, they are both gone. I know that. 
But for you to say, yeah. I mean, you're saying that that's a done deal now. I'm surprised yeah, at that because I would yes. still think that there would be, uh, you know, some kind of room. And I let guess me you're also not going to wait it out. Not, not really. Let me also say, I'm not sure if I was those two guys. I don't know that that would be the uh, the, the the teams that I would want to go to. Josh McDaniel, you get one more shot at this, right? Yeah, Pretty much you got, get one more got, shot. Yeah, he's got luck, though, right? I don't know. Does he? The guy's Maybe. missed an entire year, and he missed yeah. last year for a while, too. I don't know. I really don't know if he has luck. Neither do you. We don't know what that situation is. I mean, that's the scary well, I'm surprised part of it. Patricia, I'm surprised Patricia picked the Lions over the Giants. That's what I'm kind of shocked Me at. Me, too. That's shocking. I mean, that's shocking. I I, I agree with you. Know, you. Why I mean, would they go, why would they go Detroit, with Schumer? Yeah, I would have to think Patricia has something to do with that. I would think that he's the one who kind of chose over that, right? you think maybe Belichick says, that's my job, stay away? <laughs> well, that's why I say I think there's more to more to this situation with the Patriots, yeah. I think there is something there. I mean, you would have to believe, you would have to believe that somebody in the Giants organization is talking to somebody, somebody in the Bill Belichick, I'll quote, camp. You know, I mean, uh, there's got to be some kind of communication in some capacity. You would think, but then why would they announce today that they hired Pat Schumer? (laughs) Because I guess they hired Pat Schumer. I mean, I guess yeah, that's what I they're going to do because so they're, like they're not going to wait it out. Obviously, I mean, like Pat Schumer wouldn't be available in two weeks. Yeah, it's very surprising. But maybe you know, Belichick. You know, maybe it's not going to be uh, him moving next year. You know, I guess he Who is knows? coming back. Brady's coming back. Who knows? You know, hey, you know here's a, the most ridiculous, the most ridiculous Belichick moment of Saturday night. Do you know what that was? No. He challenged a call at 35-7 to 7 with four minutes left to go in the game. Did you catch that one? He threw the red I challenge. Caught, I, I caught I, – I, yeah, I, I are you, I, are you I caught the kidding bomb. me? I caught the bomb. Uh, really? Like yeah, the bomb was left. ridiculous. That, yeah, that I called Steve Spurrier. The bomb I nicknamed the Steve yeah. Spurrier running up thing. But then when he challenged it, the catch with, with five minutes to go, I'm like, really? Bill, really? Yeah. No, what kind of jerk do you have to be to do that? You went in thirty-five to seven. Yeah, well, you've seen, you know, you've seen enough of the press conferences and you've seen the sound bites yeah. and all that. So, I mean, that, that is just you know. so bush. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, and he throws it, it down. Throws it down with like you know, with like authority too. You know, they go disgusted. Well, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess you just play one way and that's it. You don't alter whatever. But uh, that's no excuse for that. That's just being a total jerk. You know? Yeah. That's just being a total jerk. Yeah, I don't defend them. I mean, it's just. It's uh, just ridiculous you know. throwing a challenge flag up thirty-five to seven with five minutes to go. I mean, come on, stop. Well, you seem aggravated now. Like we've said, I think we, you know. Maybe even more aggravated as this thing goes on, but uh, you know I'm, I'm really anxious to see if there's going to be any changes than you know what we believe is going to happen. You know, I mean that's really well, what it boils down to. The only thing we got, we got a guy running the Jaguars that's beaten this team twice, right? In, in huge spots. So who knows? Maybe Coughlin put some magic on this, you know. 
Yeah, and I don't think you can discount his influence on that team. But, you know, I argued with you. I told you Jacksonville was good last year. I told you. You were going nuts on me, saying they stunk. I've seen the talent in this team coming together. They they have talent on this team. Yeah. Now, granted, Blake Bortles is, you know, obviously a big question mark with this whole thing. He's going to kill his a But he hasn't been in the killing deal. That's the thing. Will he start to be one? He Dude, hasn't first been game, one that game year. against Buffalo, that was the worst display of a, of a winning quarterback both in the sides. history of the playoffs in the NFL. Both sides. Both sides. I mean, that was no, two and yeah, that's he, he was the worst winning quarterback in the history of, of the game in a playoff game. No one's ever played that bad and got a W. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously both offenses were stagnant, but, but he, he certainly more showed up. rushing yards than passing yards. He showed up yesterday, though. You know, he showed up yesterday. He made some big passes, you know. So, uh, who knows? I mean, uh, I'm not saying that he's going to perform, but, you know, as long as he stays out of his own way and he can do some things, maybe. I don't know, maybe. Like you said, the Coughlin thing might have some some magic on it, but I don't know. I'm I'm not – well – I'm not anticipating it. Let's say that. Uh, neither am I. I, I kind of I I've seen this movie too many times. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just like when Romo goes, "Oh, this is going to be a game," when it was seven nothing, I'm like, "Might as yeah, well just turn it off now." <laughs> Might as well turn. I know you got to promote it, Tony, but I mean, really. And by the All way, I defended them. Pick the Patriots off more. I liked them in the beginning. It's getting a little bit annoying. He's getting a little bit yeah. annoying. i got to be honest yeah. with you. I like him, and it was a little refreshing to hear somebody so different in the beginning, but it's getting a little played out for me. I don't know. I'm uh, trying just, to you know, announce the guy yeah. anyway. But, He's too yeah. rah-rah, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, a little, it's a little crazy. I don't know. I know. I agree with that. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, I, and I've said in the past the things that I, I – it was always the last line of defense that seemed so much stronger with these guys. You know, you had the Falcons, you had the Seahawks. I'm not feeling it this year. I'm really not. I just, I don't know. Well, and you know, the three quarterbacks who were left. Yeah, well, that's without a doubt lopsided as you can be. I mean, when you compare it to Tom Brady, that's ridiculous. I mean, at least last year you had the MVP playing against them, right? And and <laughs> and the one thing, you know, I was thinking about this too. Uh, such a hard loss for Drew Brees, right? No doubt about it. I mean, I don't think they were Super Bowl winning anyway, but you know, it's such a tough, tough loss for the guy. He's getting older and all that. And but you know, how much easier is it when you have a Super Bowl ring on your hand? You know, I was oh, thinking about be. that. And I started thinking yeah. about Marino, right, and the way that he lost with the Stojanovic kicks in '94 and just the, the yep. terrible, heartbreaking losses. And when you don't have it, I mean, it's so much easier when you do have a notch on the belt. You know, it's got to be. Well, look at Peyton Manning. I mean, he needed. He needed a Rex Grossman opponent to get his ring. Other than that, he gets the schneid. You know, and he almost lost well, that one. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he did. It was the biggest mismatch in the history of the Super Bowl. It, 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 it was. And and the weather. Don't don't not factor in that the weather. weather. Yeah. Oh yeah. And said it almost still laid an egg. And you know, he did wind up winning at the end in you know one of the worst performances you could have, right? So yeah. he did get two. He's got two, which 
which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. I don't even really count that one. You know, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I know, know how close he was to not having one. I know. It's yeah. just you know, it, it's it's snake bitten luck. It really is. I mean, and dolphin fans know about that. There's no doubt about it. It's just being snake bitten. So. Yeah. All right. I I know. Crazy. All right. Take our last break. We'll come on back. We'll wrap this up right after this. This is former Miami Dolphins, Mark Super Duper. And you are listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Hello, Rich Van Zandt, broadcasting live as we uh, recap the divisional playoffs of the 2017-18 season. Just a reminder, catch us on iTunes. Go right to iTunes and Pacatello Show. You can subscribe to us and get the latest episodes delivered right to your phone. Send us any questions or comments at Pacatello Show at Yahoo.com. Well, Rich, you know, as we look around, you know, and we watch the games, it's hard to get entertained in a sense because you always have such a bitter feeling. But what I've seen in that Minnesota game, to me, is just absolutely ridiculous that they were able to to score on that last play like that when all you have to do is tackle. I mean, I don't know what, what are these guys doing. He steps out of bounds, the game's over. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, anything but yeah. score a touchdown on that play. You know, it just uh, – It's it like the defensive amazing. back took out his other defensive back and left him a clear path. 
Yeah, yeah, like coming in if to you hit saw them that hard. In the movies, like, it wouldn't believe it. You'd shut it off and be disgusted, like how that ended. Yeah, yeah I know. You'd say it was so far-fetched and ridiculous, right? Yeah. Twenty nine seconds, I, one time out, and they went eighty yards. <laughs> it's very hard for me to have a jaw drop moment, but I had one. That was yeah. a jaw dropping moment. I watched it, and my jaw. I, I was watching it. And I didn't even believe what I was seeing. Like it didn't me even too. compute that that was a Viking running for the winning touchdown. Yeah. Like, what was that a pick? What, what was that? And because I had no interest in who won, really, I really didn't care. You know, deep down inside. Right. So, you know, but I'm, like, watching them run, and then it, it, like, took me, like, three seconds to realize what I was seeing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you had a process. It did it, and even right then, yeah. yeah, I know. I was the same way. I, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, what? Really? What? And then I had to watch the replay, and, like, it just was crazy. You know, the rest, I mean, of, the, really the rest of our listening audience doesn't understand the Simonelli curse either. You no, know? that's true. <laughs> I think, but I was thinking about it. I had it in my head. I was thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, when he hit the field goal, I didn't even, have the, I didn't even want to text him. I, was, I felt so bad for him, you know? <laughs> but, but I was, you know, I'm one that still thinks about that going forward, and that scares oh, me more than you. anything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we'll see. So is this the Miracle City, uh, the Motor City Miracle? Is, is this going to propel that team now? Are they going to be the Cinderella team? Like I said, I can see them going one more, but I'm not sure I can see them going two more, and that's what worries me the most. But I can yeah, say that about any other team. I feel the same way about the Eagles. <laughs> and I feel the same way. I feel the same yeah, way. I, I, about, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if I feel comfortable about an all-star team of these three teams against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. You know, it's funny because they say uh, three out of the four teams have never won the Super Bowl. This is a seventy-five. It's really not, though. I mean, it's not. Okay, you had three out no. of four teams, but I don't get the semblance that I don't know. Something's really going to have to happen for for one of these three teams to win it. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I, you know so, look, I'm not confident, you know. We talked about all the uh, turmoil and nonsense up in New England. Boy, that certainly didn't have an effect on the game, right? I well, mean, how about the turmoil and nonsense by us? Dude? We we fired like 18 assistant coaches I never heard of this week. Did you read about yeah. that? Yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, they're, they're good with that. And Jarvis Landry got named to the Pro Bowl. I know you forgot, but you're dying to make your uh, comment, so – I'll let you. Yeah, he uh, he put on his Twitter thing, Hawaii, here I come, with exclamation points. And I guess nobody <laughs> informed him that the Pro Bowl's in Orlando. He might, I would have loved to see the look on his face when he realized that one. <laughs> Where yeah, I can like, drive there? <laughs> <laughs> like like Dangerfield. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm, not going exactly. to Hawaii. I'm not going to Hawaii. I'm not going, I'm going to Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, the closest he's getting to Hawaii is a Tommy Bahama shirt wearing at the yeah. Pro Bowl. <laughs> But yeah, and uh, Jeff, we fired the last Philbin coach today, supposedly, the last oh, yeah? Philbin hire because Rizzi was hired by Sperato. He's the longest tenured coach. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Rizzi was there with Sperano, and he was. <laughs> yeah. They're crazy. It's just insane. And then when you look at uh, the uh, the new offensive line coach, you see that he's coming in yeah. there, and I I don't know. Like, I'm like with you. I mean, you you. You're grasping at teams with less success, you know. Yeah, in their they, because they bring in coaches. They bring in assistant coaches from losing programs. Now, I if know, you're going to upgrade your coaching staff, wouldn't you go after some of the teams that are in the playoffs, guys? I mean, something? Hey, obviously, 
I guess the coaches you're firing, you know, you'd have to you have to give somebody a promotion or a lot more money, right? I mean, you're not going to hire them to a parallel job. Right. That's the problem. Here's what it comes down to. You know how yeah. Belichick gets his staff? It's because he's so good, he knows how to train them. But then they go on and they get head coaching jobs. And then they get yeah. fired from the head coaching jobs, and then he gets them back as assistants. When you don't <laughs> have that, you, you cannot hire assistants to take parallel jobs, just like you said. Because yeah. even if you're yep. going to offer them more money, it's not going to really work because they're under contract. Right or, or or they're you know they're not going to make the huge jump and and uh, basically burn the bridges to do it you know so you you're in a bad shape. The only way to get your staff strong is by getting bona fide coaches who happen to try something bigger and fail at it, and they don't right. they never get them you know they they get them only when they get them as head coaches. Then they're able to get them at that level and then they fail there and then they go back to where they were. And you've seen it happen many times. Did you catch Tony Sperano? Did you catch that? Yeah, I caught Did it all right. I, I had no idea he was there. Did you know he was there? <laughs> no idea at all. I couldn't believe no. it when I saw him. I said, this yeah. is crazy, man. And Philbin, we you know Philbin's Philbin still in the back league, to the Packers. Right? Yeah, yeah so Philbin went back to the Packers, Packers now? Yeah, yeah, okay. offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. But he wasn't, wasn't he an offensive line coach or something this year? Somewhere, I think somewhere crazy, yeah. Colts, yeah but they hired him so, so, back as offensive coordinator. Okay, so he goes back there. Yeah, see, all these guys, they get their their jobs. Like, you see Schwartz. Schwartz is someplace. He, I just saw him. Is he with Jacksonville? He's with somebody. No, he's with Philadelphia. He's with Philadelphia. Okay, I know I just yeah, saw him. He's offensive coordinator with Philadelphia. Remember, we tried to hire him. He turned us down. Yeah, he didn't want nothing to do with, with Tannebaum and that organization. No, yeah, well, let's but, see. Why? I wonder why. They work together. Yeah. yeah. I know that was very surprising, right? And uh, not really. Yeah, I, I, I think, too smart to go there. But don't don't you think that there was something in his mind that said maybe I'll have this head coaching job here? Maybe he thought that that was you know who knew, who really Doug Peterson's done a phenomenal job. Neither one of us seen that coming. No, I still can't believe that he couldn't hold that extra point for yeah. I know you got. I know Yeah, I know you got. You're bitter with that, I know. And I'm not going to fumble but, uh, on the, the fumble on the three-yard line, almost screwing that up, too. Uh, yeah. I'm not get, I never got over that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I... So, uh, no, you can I see him being a head coach someday? No. I, know. I guess she doesn't get any credit for this guy either, right? No, and a very successful one. You know, but I will say that you you just don't seem to get these bona fide, legitimate assistants around your staff at any time. I mean, we haven't had it, you know, uh, maybe, but you, you won't do it, but maybe you make the call for Mike Shula because he's probably one of the most bona fide. Here's the, here's the funniest hire of the week, you know, speaking of Shula, he gets fired. They bring in Norv Turner as the offensive coordinator yeah. to replace yeah. and they bring in Norv Turner's son as the quarterback coach. Yeah. Just, you know, you get that pedigree and these guys have, they have life after their original success to no end. I mean, it's you amazing. know, you, you've seen Dave Wanstat how many times resurface, right? Oh. Yeah. I'm sure he could be back in the league if he wanted to again. Maybe not as a head coach, but 
Remember he was like the last thing we saw about? He was the special teams coach for the uh, Buccaneers. Remember that? Oh, Buccaneers? I thought Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. We remember playing him and like special teams coach Dave Watts that we couldn't stop laughing. That's what I mean. Like these guys, you know, he doesn't seem like he has a problem taking a day. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back in the league at some point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, you, that means a lot because it means a lot when you, it basically puts the, the, the people in charge up top have more you know, power we were almost you rid of him. 93, supposedly the Giants were going to hire him as the head coach and it fell through. We were almost done with this guy. Well, what makes you think you'd be done with him? He went to Chicago after that and failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, I well, maybe he stays there and he goes somewhere else afterwards, you know. It definitely would have changed the path, you know. Uh, he might have skewed it a little bit. But didn't he go to the Bears? Like, he was in the Bears in 94. I think he was there in 94. Yeah. Might have been there in 93. He might have taken the Bears job too. instead. Yeah, instead, I think he was there, yeah. Rich. I think, I, I think he turned yeah. down the Giants job. And you know why he turned the down the Giants job? Yeah, you know okay. why? All right. Why? You know why? Because no. he wanted to get Rick Meyer. He thought that oh, that was right. going to be the answer. Yeah. He would go yeah, there and God. take the second pick in the draft and got Rick Meyer. <laughs> I think I think that's what it was. Yeah. No, he, 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 didn't, he didn't draft Meyer. He, he made a trade with Jimmy for that. Jimmy held him up. for Jimmy, Jimmy took Rick Meyer in a supplemental draft or whatever. And then he got a first-round pick from his buddy for that. He didn't draft him. He got fleeced for it. How, <laughs> it, was like, it was like when a kid trades baseball cards with an inferior friend. That's what happened. <laughs> explain to me, though. Well, how, how did the Cowboys get such a high pick? Wasn't my because what, like no, what happened was, no, they took Aikman, right, the year before, and then they had, like, a supplemental draft pick, and, like, he held out for that. Remember, Meyer was, like, a supplemental draft pick, so he gave up, like, a, like a second rounder to get Meyer. And then he had Meyer on the Cowboys with Aiken no, for the year. And then he I think you're, the no, next no, no, year. No, 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 he, no, no, you're wrong. I think you're talking about Walsh. Oh, that's right. It's Walsh. Yeah, yeah, you're I right. I think it's Walsh you're talking about. It's yeah, because he, cause yeah, he, got, he got a first-round pick from him, remember? For, for Walsh. For Walsh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely, because if you remember, Aikman was so pissed off. Because after that 1-15 season and all that nonsense right. – yeah. He was yep. up drafting Walsh, and there was a lot yeah. of problems there. Yeah, yeah but, it was a mental draft, though. It wasn't, it wasn't the regular draft. That had, and then he parlayed it to a first-round pick from from Wanstat. <laughs> well, where did Walsh go? Walsh was on the Cowboys for a short period of time after the supplemental right, I, draft. Right. I think a year or so. And then he convinced Wanstat to give him a first-round pick to trade for him. To go to, he went to the Bears. He went to the Bears. Right. Uh, he went to the Bears, but the Bears did the Bears already have Meyer as well? It could be. But he gave up a first round pick to the Cowboys to get Walsh. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know he did that, which was yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. yeah but like, I think uh, <laughs> unfortunately the favor was repaid by him us getting stuck with him. Yeah. Because I think that I'm trying to think. I think. Wait, Rich, are you sure about that? Didn't he go somewhere yeah. before that? Steve no, Wall- because I don't think Johnson got a first round pick for him. No, he I know, did. but I don't he know that. Just... I don't think it was from Chicago. I'm yes, pretty sure he played somewhere else, Rich. Maybe afterwards. I think, 
I think you're wrong. I think he went somewhere else. I think he went to, like, the Saints or something first. I think he traded him to the Saints. Because I just see, I seen a thing on that. They have a thing on that with uh, with Jimmy Johnson and Aikman and all that. I think he went to the Saints. And I'm pretty sure that Wanstead drafted Meyer. And then they got Walsh, they got him. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went to the, a different team. I could, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure because once that took that job in Chicago, and I think that Rick Meyer was the reason he took that. Yeah, and right. I he think, went to he went to he went to New Orleans first. Then who was he? Yeah. Once that traded a first round pick to the Cowboys for a quarterback. So was that? Was that Walsh then, or was that was that Meyer? It may have been Rick Meyer. How would how would the Cowboys have Rick Meyer though? He was literally like the first or second pick of the draft. I think it was the second pick. That's why no, that's why Wanstead took that job. He took it over the Giants because they had such a high pick, and he was in love with Rick Meyer. And in fact, I think he had the choice. I think it was Rick Meyer, and there was another really big quarterback at the time. Right? There was another big quarterback, and you had to choose between the two. And I think they both wound up stinking, but. I also was positive that he, he gave up a first-round pick to the Cowboys for, like, a real crappy quarterback. I, I think he did give up, but I don't think it was for those guys. I don't think it was for those guys. I... Yeah, obviously. Was it's Bledsoe? Not, wait, wait, wait. Was it Bledsoe? Was it Bledsoe? No, yeah, I no. think it was Bledsoe. I think Bledsoe was the first pick of the draft. Yes, I think it was. That's 93, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Bledsoe was the first pick of the draft. And then Rick Meyer went second. No, Meyer, yeah. Meyer was in the league in, 80, in 89. No, he wasn't. I'm sorry. Rick Meyer Walsh was in no the way. league in 89. So, yeah, okay, no, no, yeah, you're right. It went Bledsoe, Meyer. I, okay, I got you now. Yeah, and that's why he took that <sighs> job. And then I think Walsh... Walsh was available after a debacle for a few years in New Orleans, and then he wound up going there. And so he had Walsh, too. But I don't know what he gave up, but it wasn't to the Cowboys. It was to the Saints that he got. they acquired him. But I, I, I remember there was a trade, too, I think, that, that Wanstead made with Jimmy Johnson that was ugly. But I, I right. he, was, he was taking second overall pick in the supplemental draft, even though they had Aikman. And then, yeah, uh, Walsh, though. You're confusing the two. Yeah, yeah, I'm going, I'm going Walsh. And they trade yeah, him to the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, three games had nothing to do with Wanstead. For a first, but, second, and third round pick. Right, right. But that had nothing to do with Wanstead. No, you're right. Yeah. But then Wanstead did wind up getting... Why did I always think Wanstead was involved in that? Because I think there is another trade that Wanstead <laughs> made... That was ridiculous, like that he traded something. Yeah, you've been saying it, but I think there might have been another trade that that was very one-sided that he made. But, you, yeah, because because Jimmy Johnson was with the Cowboys, well, he was only there in 93 and 94. Then he was gone. Right. So, would have had to be somewhere in there that, that he made it, but... Um, well, if anybody else has any more information, send us an email on it at pacatelloshowyahoo.com, and next week we'll do it. But yeah, I, I, that's how I remember it yeah, all. Yeah, he, he, he went once that 
Walsh went to one stat in '94 because they were uh, he was disgusted with Eric Kramer. Now, that would mean that Rick Meyer was done there already, right? Because Eric Kramer came after. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Very bizarre. Well, Rick Meyer. And look what the Saints gave up for him. You know? You know what, bro? Now I'm thinking about it. Rick Meyer went to Seattle. What the heck are we talking about? Yeah, he, you're right. He, he, you're absolutely right. he went to Seattle. He didn't went go to, to Seattle. Wanstead? No. No, he went to Seattle. So it was his second pick. Yeah. I'll tell you, between me yeah. and you giving out misinformation today, what a debacle. We, I apologize to everybody at home. I yeah. hope nobody has a test on this in the morning. <laughs> tell the oh, teacher God. to send us a note. <laughs> I will write you a pass. <laughs> Uh, all right. Unless we admit it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. We got no other choice on this one. Thanks yeah. for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week when we wrap up the uh, championship games and uh, see if we have any more surprises there. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BGW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus